For over 40 years, Ermi has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance and risk management professionals. This podcast explores current subjects in the insurance industry. Find out more about our podcast at ermi.com. This is Joel Applebaum. I'm the Chief Content Officer with Ermi. Ermi has the distinct honor of holding three of our agricultural conferences, or agricons as we call them, each year. Our first AgriCon of 2020 will be held in March, uh, on March 8th uh, through the 10th in Sacramento, California. And I'm pleased and actually honored to have with us on our podcast today, Cheryl Koch, who many would term or would use the term guru of the Ermi AgriCon. So welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. <laughs> Please tell us, you know, how you first got started with the Emmett J. Vaughn Agricultural Conferences. Well, I first got started when Emmett J. Vaughn himself was the agribusiness conference. Um, one of the local carriers here in Sacramento had um, invited Emmett to come and speak to their group of what were then exclusive agents once a year. And there was so much um, buzz created out of that event that eventually um, that company gave the conference over to the Big Eye of California to open it up to all California agents. And Emmett did that conference for probably 10 or more years, two days um, himself. And then as he was um, not necessarily getting on in years, but his health was um, declining a bit, he could no longer teach for the full two days. And I was invited to become his co-presenter. Wow. It's kind of a really great history of, of, of how this got started. And it, and it sounds like it was originally intended for agents and brokers. So maybe you could tell us why you think this is important that agents and brokers should attend uh, the, this conference today in 2020. Well, that's an interesting observation. I can say it was completely dedicated to agents and brokers in those uh, early days. Um, and, and what it produced are still to this day, uh, many of these agents still attend the conference here in Sacramento every year, and they have for 25 plus years, um, because they're some of the most serious technical insurance agents I've ever known. By that, I mean really coverage wonky <laughs> kinds of agents, not your typical run-of-the-mill salesperson. These were people who um, did and still do appreciate the technical aspects of insurance. And um, Emmett was certainly the most technical person, uh, so well-respected worldwide for his insurance knowledge. So yeah, it started with that focus on agents and brokers. Then, of course, as it was taken over by the big eye and then eventually grew out of Sacramento and um, went to Des Moines next, uh, especially with the, with the move to Des Moines, uh, many of the carriers then began to also be interested because again, the content was uh, very focused. It was very coverage oriented. Uh, at the time we were kind of growing up a whole generation of new farm underwriters and loss control people. And so um, the, the balance seemed to tip and it, 
it settled. I'm not sure what it is today. You guys would have those uh, numbers, I'm sure, but seemed to settle at about a 50-50 for, for quite a number of years where it was about half agents and half company people that attended. But because we've always kept that focus on insurance and the, and the technical aspects of the business and, and also tried to keep things timely by talking about issues. But again, these were technically driven people. And I think that's what um, did attract them in those days and continues to do so today. Awesome. So why was this particular conference, this, this niche um, important to you? Well, there was nothing available. Um, I was constantly being asked. I, I had developed this particular area of specialization. Um, it's Sacramento, California, where I've lived for the last 30 years. So this is literally the farm to fork capital of America right here. Uh, so we had so many agents involved in the you know, ag communities. And there was literally no education available to them in any way. Uh, outside of what Emmett did at the University of Iowa, um, there really was nothing aside from whatever a, an individual carrier might have been offering. So there was a complete void in the marketplace. And I think this conference filled that. Uh, if you look at some of the maybe NAIC statistics, you'll see that this is a very significant share of the marketplace, farm and ag related is a very, very uh, large amount of property casualty premium dollars. So to think that that whole marketplace is really being unserved, um, I, I think that's why it, it still goes strong. I, it, knock on wood, it's still a little bit of a monopoly. I don't know of anybody else who plays in this particular space um, on the educational level. So it wasn't difficult you know, to come up with when I had the idea about the AFIS designation, it wasn't difficult to sell Emmett on that concept because again, you know, he and I were CPCUs and, you know, we each had a number of other designations, but there was literally nothing there for anybody in, in farm and ag and, and people in farm and ag tend not to stray too far outside that niche. Hmm. I, I actually love the, AFIS or AFIS designation, however, however you you choose to say it. And one of the reasons I think that I particularly love being a part of it from the Army side is, you know, it is one of those industries if you look at it that has actually a high injury rate, right? So, you know, the ability to help people understand the risks, prevent loss, uh, gain financial certainty, you know. In, in the different types of claims or coverage issues you might have um, is, is so important. So I, I'm, I'm truly proud to be a part of it from that standpoint. Perhaps you maybe have a customer claim story or coverage error or something that, you know, you might uh, share with us that, you know, uh, a story from, from all your days. <laughs> Uh, boy, there are probably quite a few. Uh, as I said, some of these agents that uh, largely represent, particularly the the smaller farms, by smaller I don't mean insignificant premium dollars, but not the large corporate farms. Um, they they are so coverage oriented that 
uh, we'll give a we'll give a session at at the conference, and within 48 hours, I would say I've probably got three or four emails uh, from one of these agents saying, or you know, several of the agents saying, you know, you talked about such and such at that breakout session. I've got this very situation right now. Can you give me some advice on how I can deal with it? And sometimes it's claim related. Sometimes it's claim denial related. Um, improper in many cases. Um, sometimes it's just I, I walked out of there and I had that panic feeling because I knew I hadn't uh, I hadn't put the right endorsement on this policy or uh, something along those lines. So be, again, because that focus has always been on getting the coverage right, making sure, um, and because they're, I guess, like any other business, their exposures are so peculiar and they are so highly variable that, you know, there's no one size fits all. So we've, I'm proud to say, and I think all the other instructors would agree, we have all had those kinds of interactions uh, with agents and, and company people, but, but also predominantly with agents who were just so concerned about getting it right. Awesome. You know, one thing, uh, you know, the listeners to this podcast might not know is you've also helped us create a, a manual, a, a reference manual that Ermi is, you know, kind of famous for, for doing reference manuals that explain important endorsements and common language and, you know, help people make informed in, in decisions, I guess, about uh, the, the coverages they're buying and not getting surprised. Um, or avoiding serious coverage gaps. So, so you and, and, and many of the instructors for this help put together a, a reference product uh, just to, to help them with that. So now it, it is you know, searchable online, and if they can't get you, they, they might be able to at least look, <laughs> look at the product and see and, and, and get some advice or some backup for why a claim should be covered uh, by an independent third party. So um, this, I guess the saying goes, you know, the, the more things change, the more things stay the same. So are there some emerging risks you see in the agricultural world that you think are going to, you know, affect insurance professionals in the coming year? You know, you hear these things like, well, you could get parametric insurance for wildfires or uh, blockchain coverage or the changes to uh, crop insurance, you know, what, what's, what do you say is uh, staying the same and what do you say is uh, an important change to keep an eye on? I don't think anything's going to stay the same. I've been saying this for a long time and I think there are some other prognosticators out there who are also observing this. You mentioned the parametric insurance. Uh, think about how crop insurance works in its traditional sense, but um, it, it really doesn't, uh, it, this parametric idea of, uh, we'll just agree in advance, the underwriter and the insured will agree that if the event meets these certain parameters, there's gonna be a, a payment and it's, and it's already valued prior to the loss, as opposed to let's sit down and make a big process out of figuring out 
what the rainfall was and what the lack of rainfall was and what the yield might have been and what it really was when we went to market. <laughs> I mean, when you even say it out loud, it sounds so ridiculous that you have to believe those are huge game changers. Um, for a long time, the agents were kind of poo-pooing the idea that we were presenting cyber at every conference. Oh, farmers are never going to buy that. They really don't have the exposure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they are trading commodities on the internet every minute of every day. They've got it. Um, you can hack into all of these um, robotic tractors that are that are feeding data. And they've got huge cyber exposures. There again, that that are potentially uh, game changing. They farmers are potentially. Um, something you know we really don't even like to talk about but they they control the food chain and if you really wanted to wreak havoc with america you'd somehow find a way to interrupt that food chain so we simply have to have a way to protect those farmers uh from the realities of life life has changed and it's never going back uh, where it was you can you can long for the past and you can mourn over it but the reality is we're moving the other direction and farming, agribusiness, and you know, risk management for them, and insurance products are all going to evolve significantly along with it. Yeah, absolutely. InsureTech, I I could see being a big piece of it, just because there's so much tech in the in the farm business, and so it's. I, I guess you know what I what I am am always happy about when I when I see you is the success of the conference over the years and the importance that it, you bring to, you know, new topics and, you know, speakers through the years. It's just, it's, it's been amazing. And I want to thank you for that first of all, and, and for your, you know, just that we're so fortunate for having your continued involvement um, in the, in the AgriCon for all these years. And, actually a little bit saddened to learn that you're retiring from the conferences, but what would you like for your legacy to be from the agricons? My, um, well, it's truly been a labor of love. I can say that <laughs> it, it hasn't been work at all. It's been something that, again, we filled a void. Um, I think we filled it, very well. I think our attendees would, would back that up. There probably aren't too many conferences where you get the number of repeat customers that we get because they've always appreciated that we kept it fresh and relevant. Um, I, I, it, when Emmett passed uh, very, very prematurely and very suddenly, uh, literally the day after the first conference that was ever held in Des Moines, uh, I think that could have been the end of it. Uh, there were so many people who came simply because of him. Uh, I think in some very small way, <laughs> uh, I was maybe the continuity to get us over that particular hump and, and help transition to the kind of core group we've got today. And I think that's, uh, it's time for that again. I think it's time. We've, we have uh, several of us brought along some uh, younger, very talented, forward-thinking instructors to take over, and I think it's time for them to step up and lead and lead this conference to 
whatever it needs to be in order to continue to serve those um, people in the future. Awesome. Well, we can't say enough positive things about what you've brought to these conferences over all these years. And, you know, certainly we here at ERMI will do our best to live up to uh, your desires uh, to continue to be on the forefront of coverage and uh, exposure issues to save lives and livelihoods. And I would just want to invite everyone to register on ERMI.com for any of the three AgriCons to be held this year. And we hopefully we'll see you in either March, June, or September of 2020. And we have a great conference in store for you. Thanks so much, Cheryl. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Find out more information on our free podcast at ermi.com under the My Ermi Online button.